to TT from the D podcast. Today is our seventh day for our 30 day marriage challenge. And today we are going to be talking about 13 common reasons people get divorced. Now we all about promoting marriage, healthy marriages, but we're going to also talk about facts. Before we get the show started, my co-host today is Swifty McVeigh. Hey, Swifty. What's up, Miss TT from the D? I like what you said. That's so cute. <laughs> um, but before we start and get into the 13 common factors, we're going to say thank you to all of our listeners that are supporting us from around the world. Of course, starting in the United States, where we are. Then we have Bahrain, the Philippines, Canada, Ireland, Puerto Rico, Italy, India, United Kingdom, Romania, Saudi Arabia, Netherlands, Australia, Russia, Germany, Denmark, Switzerland, Mexico, Egypt, Brazil, Guam, Ukraine, Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Sorry, Bangladesh. I've been saying that wrong all the time. Wow, they're going to beat me up. Bangladesh, Bulgaria, Czech Republic. Right? I said it right this time. Okay, I'm proud of myself. Okay, so that's we wanted to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the listeners. You're listening to us either on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or iHeartRadio. And we could not have this show without you. So we want to say thank you very much for that. Tonight, or I should say this morning, I'm sorry, this morning, we want to talk about the 13 causes of the most reasons people get divorced. Mm-hmm. So before I break them down and we got this information, you can go. I like to share websites when I have data. You can go to www.itsovereasy.com. And this is the first article in their seven part causes of divorce series. Now, we're all about promoting marriages, positive marriages, love and all those great things. But we're very aware that unfortunately there are divorces, right? Mm -hmm. So. Before we ramble off and break down and unpack the 13 common reasons, let's do a little pop quiz with you down for it. Okay. So tell me what, don't, don't try to cheat. Don't be trying to look. What do you feel is at least five common reasons you feel that may show up on this 13 list? Uh, Of course, one of the ones is cheating, um, adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the same thing. Yes. Um, it could be uh, money. Mm-hmm. You know, one person could be um, holding the weight while the other's not, and that can c- kind of create some stress that leads to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say when they are not equally yoked, when they're both both inherit different different spirits and outlooks on how. Uh, their spirit is guided. Okay, that's three. Um, um, I think family, family, because a lot of uh, couples let families get in between their marriage where they are influenced by family members to do things or whatnot, and the others might not agree with the family members, so they might clash because the one or the other is putting their family in the middle of the situation and not God, so... You know, the family can can drive drive a wedge to uh, to divorces. Okay. Um, how many is that? That's that's four. That's you four. Need one more. Um, 
and maybe uh, the lack of communication. The lack of communication can drive a wedge between couples to lead to divorce because without the communication, one can always have a perception about certain things and the other can always think another way and then they they can clash because the communication is not strong so they always thinking far from each other or thinking differently from each other that will allow them to be able to clash in a lot of instances you know instances or whatever so I think that can cause a divorce as well so out of the five you just said I'm happy to tell you you have four out of your five that's on this list of 13 that's what's up how much do I win you win <laughs> a wink from God. There you go. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, so let me... I'll take you. I know, that's right. Um, let me ramble off the 13 causes, and you'll hear your four out of your five, mm-hmm. which is really good. Number one, and these are not in the, the order, but this is the order in which they put them according to their status. Um, they said that they did this as a combination from an uh, analyst and um, some surveys 20% or more responding couples cited the following reasons. One, conflict, arguing, breakdown in the relationship. Number two, lack of commitment. You talked about that. Number three, infidelity, extramarital affairs. You talked about that. That's cheating, whatever you said for lack of better terms. Number four, distance in the relationship, lack of physical intimacy. Number five, Communication problems between partners. You said that. Mm-hmm. Number six, domestic violence, verbal, physical, or emotional abuse by a partner. Number seven, realization that one spouse has different value morals. You tapped on that. Number eight, substance abuse, alcohol addiction. Number nine, absence of romantic intimacy, love. Number 10, one partner not carrying their weight in the marriage. You said that. Mm-hmm. Number 11, financial problems, debt. You talked about that. Number 12, marrying too young. Hmm. That's surprising, but I can get that. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Number 13, lack of shared interest and compatibility between partners unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, out of the ones you just heard and read, I think um, for me, from conversations I've had, with other married people, with even some divorced people, the number one thing that seemed to have been on the list was infidelity, Mm -hmm. Um, having an affair. You have some people that feel like, okay, I put in too much. I'm not going to walk away from this marriage. We could work anything out. Then you have some to say that is a deal breaker. Then you have some may feel what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So she cheat, he go cheat. He cheat, she go cheat. That is not right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. Um, but that's uh, out of conversation. In your own opinion, I know you ran down five. But have you had conversation with someone outside of you and I, of course, with another male, another married man or a single man, doesn't matter. We're so married because you really can't ask a, a single man about something about marriage because they ain't married. So have you ever had or do you recall having a conversation with another married man and you talked about things that 
may have been something that made you feel or think that they could be headed to divorce? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I've talked to married men in the past and and heard, you know, conversations about certain things that went on between, you know, him and them and, and their wives as far as clashing and not really coming to an understanding. Like, you know, uh, every time they, they try to talk to each other, they clash because they can never really, really uh, un- understand each other as far as how each other feel. And, every, and the more they talk, the more they drive a wedge. That's because, uh, you know, I feel that they need to kind of step step to the side and regroup and come back to where they can have some r- r- rationalization. But they're, they're, it's hard for them to grab that rationalization so where they can talk to each other in, in, in ways that need to be talked to. And, and I'm on the outside looking in thinking like, wow, all, all they need to do is this. But when you're in the heat of the moment, it's just kind of hard to catch that balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think it's important to always have a spiritual a spiritual leader or a counselor or somebody that can be on the outside looking in that can kind of help them balance that because... It can get it can get hard when 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 both couples are in the heat of the moment. You know what I'm saying? They will never be able to hear each other out clearly, and you know, and that and that exchange of energy can cause a, a, a divorce. I'm glad you said this because I've mentioned it a a few times that there's nothing wrong with a married couple, whether it be together, husband and wife, or the husband or the wife, if there's some issues going on, to seek outside counseling. You take it to God first if you have God in the center of your marriage. First of all, we're going to talk about that coming up in these next couple days as we navigate through this 30-day marriage challenge. The importance of three strands not being easily broken. There's a whole scripture on that. And the three strands is God in the center, husband, wife, not your mama, not your daddy, not your sister, not your brother, not your cousins, not your friends, not your neighbors, but God in the center of your union. Absolutely. And um, I know this, you know, this is not off the subject. This is just an analogy. I've seen like, you know, not only couples that uh, argue and things of that nature, I've seen TV shows when couples argue and they have they each other have views and they do things and they say things and I'm on the outside looking in seeing it from a whole nother view and it, it just seems very simple to me like dang all they gotta do is well, well this person said this and don't even realize that they did this or did that because I'm on the outside looking in so I'm very it's very easy for me to see things clearly to where I'm actually noticing that the two that's in the heat of the moment are saying things and doing things and just not doing it in the in clearly. So that's why I'm using that as an example of having a counselor or a spiritual leader to step in. They 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 will be able to see things much more clearly that the couples can't from being in the heat of that moment. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm glad again. I'm glad that you said it because a lot of times I'm not going shoot y'all to the cross but a lot of times men are not open for counseling 
I believe a lot of men are not open for counseling because of the uh, pride factor, don't want to be judged. You know, is this, you know, a lack of comfortability, a lack of comfortability comes, uncomfortability, I'm sorry, comes with that for a lot of men, you know, because they just don't want to be judged and figure that they have it all figured out. They figure that they got it all figured out, but really, they really, really, really don't, you know, and pride is probably another reason why. Uh, divorces can happen too. Too much pride mm, in a relationship. So that could be number 14. <laughs> I don't think they want us adding to their data. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will share another fun fact. I mean, not, this, none of this is a fun fact. I'm sorry. But um, according to the statistics through this survey, and you can find this again, like I said, you can go to www.itsovereasy.com. They said in 2004... Okay, this is what's that? 18 years ago, at that time, they did they conducted a survey, and there was 1,147 divorces on the causes of uh, of divorces. Adore, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. There was 1,147 divorcees on the cause of divorce. 566 women. And 581 men, ages 40 to 79. The divorce rate then was amongst middle-aged couples 50 years and older. And it's doubled that the couples in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. I found that to be very, very interesting with the divorce rate being so high. There's another statistic uh, data we want to share in here also. There... 90, let me see, 30, 60. So at 100%, let's go here. Domestic violence, verbal, physical, or emotional abuse by a partner, it was 34%. Realization that one spouse has different values, morals, right? Not, not equally young, 29%. And then surprisingly, infidelity, cheating, 27%. What's your thought on those numbers? Well... I think I I think that could probably be true because uh, thing things and change. It's a lot of lot that's been going on that that's different from back in the days. I mean, you know, uh, social media mm. is one of the things. You know what I'm saying? Um, bringing the world, being able to bring the world into uh, millions of homes around the world changed changed the game because. I think we we had this conversation not too long ago. You as, and I, yeah. As okay. far as uh, people that are, that are older that don't go out to clubs and don't want to go out anymore, they just rather stay home after work and chill and relax. And when they get bored, they have the social media to tap into where they're able to look at the world. Okay. And then you know, and a lot of people who don't have self control, and a lot of people that are going through something and or looking for some kind of comfort are drawn to the world to 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 watch and they're influenced by interviews, pictures, videos, uh, uh, memes. You know, it really depends on where the where the couple emotions are at in their lives to where they can kind of turn to these things and these things can kind of influence them negatively or it can influence them positively. And unfortunately, you know, the ones that uh, get influenced negatively can, can you know, get off track 
and cause more havoc for that marriage or whatever in today's time versus then, you know, to where they can just leave the house and, you know, they don't have the world into their home, so they can just leave the house and go regroup and come back. Mm. You know, I just went to the bar and had a couple of shots. Don't mean they have to do nothing dirty. You can have a couple of shots, think, come back home and, and be at ease. But now, you know what I'm saying? You got this constant thing going on, social media, whatever. And you don't turn, and you know, and it's taking your attention away from, from God stepping into your relationship and, and healing and healing whatever needs to be healed. You know what I'm saying? So to, to piggyback off of what you said, I can see the numbers increasing on that level just because of how things are right now, today's time versus then in 2004. That was really well said, Swift. Well, thank you. I, yeah, you're welcome. Um, I really feel that communication is a very big key factor to circle around all of those 13 key points that they put out there according to their surveys and their polls. If you communicate and let a person know, for instance, money problems. If if there's not enough money coming in, someone took a pay cut or not working enough time or communicating. We got to talk about that. Right? In our house, like... You, you actually monitor our bills, right? Um, you keep me abreast of what we're doing. And a lot of times it's, it's the woman that does it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my ladies, my wives could agree. But I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, I could do it too. But it's just like, okay, this is due. I took care of this, blah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm like, oh, okay. And that's that. But if you didn't do that and we get shut off notices, we're going to have a problem. It's like, okay, so why didn't this get paid? Well, I ain't have enough or we ain't have enough in our account or whatever the case is. But if we talked about it versus your money is short or you ain't been going to work and maybe you're supposed to know. There's people <laughs> that do that. Sometimes people don't even know their spouse quit their job, got fired. I know a guy I worked with, and this is real story. This is real story. I'm not going to put nobody out there, y'all. But it was a husband and wife that was married. And they worked in the same district as me years ago. And the husband got dressed in his uniform every day. Left out, and his wife thought he was coming to work. Because she was going to work. Then come to find out one day, she actually called to one of the buildings and he wasn't there. And they said, he ain't been here in almost three months. And she said, I'm sorry, what? He gets up and goes to work every day. And they was like, we don't know where he go to work, but he ain't coming here. And then it came out that he was embarrassed to tell his wife that he had got fired. And they were actually living on their savings. So not only did you not let your, he did not let his wife know that he lost his job. He didn't let his wife know that he had been tapping into their savings. Hmm. So there you got two problems, lack of communication. And now we're going to have lack of money because you went tapped into this account, the savings that for a rainy day or whatever the reason is, 
or just saving, because we should all be saving, is that you 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 did two things. So now we got two issues. And then the fact that it was a big thing, like, well, where have you been going for three months in the morning time all day long? You're not home. And his thing was, uh, he'd been looking for a job and, you know, but for three months, I, I had raised my own eyebrows. I didn't have nothing to say to it. But it was just me hearing it. It just didn't make sense. It's a whole bunch of layers to that. Yeah. It was a lot of a lot of a lot of layers because uh, you know, not, not besides the fact that, you know, you put on this uniform, he put on this uniform and did all that every day for three months or whatnot. And then, you know, knowing that you don't have anything coming in and then you tap it into the savings that's gonna keep them afloat, that that's another layer. You know, um, that was crazy. I just I believe that a couple I can imagine that if if a couple was in a financial strain or whatnot, that would be enough for for their mind to be cloudy and not think about uh, happiness or or things that has a lot to do with them being happy because they got something they need to need to handle. They like they their mind is like I don't want to be on the streets. I don't want to do this that, and the third. So they'll put it'll put a strain on their mental on their mental. But at the end of the day, if one is going through something financially and the other is not. I don't. I personally can't can't uh, justify how angry or frustrated that'll make a person feel. But I don't think that should be the end all be all to divorce. But if a person is 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 putting them the couple in a in a in a financial strain to not make it, it's almost like you have no regard for our survival. So why should I? Uh, respect respect you for having any regard on any other level when it comes to us as a couple, and that you know, and that can can drive that wedge when you think about it on that level. But there's a lot of couples out here who making money, and the others, the other person, the other uh, spouse is not because of whatever reason, and then that frustration because they can't get on their feet fast enough was enough to make them mad enough to want to leave or divorce or this or resent them or whatnot mm. and i don't think that's a good thing I, we, we supposed to help lift each other up like if you you know if you don't have it and you're going through something and it's and, and it's getting too hard because of me that doesn't mean that i have to put you away that's on you and divorce you and get mad and resent you you know i have to hold it down and help you get on your feet because this is what we signed up for. But if I'm in a position where um, I'm actually depleting and taking from you, taking from you and, and lowering your chance of survival because I'm, you know, you know, snatching from the savings and not doing anything to replenish it and using my mind to to get back on my feet, then yeah, you you know, you have every right to get to get mad at my carelessness on that level, but it's a it's a big difference in that, in my opinion. It's a difference between doing that and then if somebody divorces somebody just because they're not getting on their feet fast enough and I'm holding the weight, you know. Well, there are some people that do get divorced because of that. It's kind of yeah. like you know, a lot of times, I think it's probably more so um, easier, and I could be wrong. I think it's easier for y'all as men to be more open to hold down the marriage when the wife isn't working, loses her job, or decides she's going to step out on faith. 
versus when y'all in a position where y'all not working, you lose your job, you want to step out on faith, and we, <clears throat> excuse me, as women are the breadwinners or the woman that's, you know, we're the ones bringing home the income, it gets tough because although we have our morals and values, some of us still have old school thoughts like, okay, we, we take care, we, we intermingling old values with new values. We both going to parent our child or children. We both going to have responsibilities, shared responsibilities around the house with the kids, blah, 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 or the kid. But then you get shaky when it comes to responsibilities for financial. Some might look and say, well, my husband is supposed to take care of us. Yeah, because I... I just like you know when you know when we know and feel in our heart that women are nurturers by nature yes i believe that most women feel that men supposed to have that same vibe when it comes to providing by nature and the expectation of that is so high to where if he lacks that it almost feels like a void and awkwardness like hold on but you're supposed to have that by nature what are you doing i i see something is 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 off yeah yeah I, I, that's just like when you go, okay, back in the day, the man went to hunt, y'all brought the meat, the fish, whatever. We were supposed to gut it, clean it, cook it, right? Y'all like, wait a minute, I've been in the woods all day, you want me to also gut it, clean it, cook it, all that? You might say, I'm a, I'll gut it for you, because we might be like, I'm not supposed to be doing that, right? Okay, I hunted the animal or animals or the fish I'm gonna gut them but you're gonna clean it and you're gonna you're gonna make it but I think yeah it was just that's like where, okay that's that's where it stems stem from with mm-hmm. the expectation expectations birth from from stemming from that okay the expectation birth from stemming from that analogy right there where the men hunted the food and then gutted it, whatever, brought it back to the wife, and the wife said, okay, the teamwork effort. Mm-hmm. But even though marriages have a teamwork, supposed to have a teamwork effort, the expectation of he's going to hunt that, that's all, <laughs> that's a gimmick. Like, he's going to automatically like, hunt I'm about like, to go out there and shoot. What would happen if the man broke his hand in the forest? And came then we're going to be good vegetarians. And, but what I'm saying, <laughs> But what I'm saying is, will, will she grab that knife and be like, baby, while your hands heal, I'm about to go out here and cut this big ass ox. I'm not doing it. We got to eat well, greens well, no, and she beans. said, but baby, your hand, your hand broke. I got to leave you and go to the next forest because I'm mad you ain't been hunting. That's how it is in today's time. Why you ain't what? hunting? What? I, mean, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. <laughs> you silly. You silly. You are so silly. <laughs> so it's like you ain't been hunting, you ain't been cutting cutting these animals up for me. Your hands broke, and I'm just frustrated because you ain't holding up your end of the deal, and I'm mad. Like, okay, I'm, now give us some credit. Now, if you handicapped, but no, but I'm now if you sitting there drinking a six pack with your feet up, telling some you ain't going out and hunt. But I'm uh, but that, that, that analogy is compared to the to, to the women in today's time who gets frustrated when when something happens where a man can't work and he's not holding up his end and she and, and it's too much for her instead of sticking in there she'll get, she'll get mad and, and cause resentment because if he's trying or if something going on where he can't 
They're not looking at that aspect. All they're looking at is the weight is too much on them. Bump this. Something has to give. So those are that's an analogy for the women who wants to just do away with them because that burden is too big on them instead of just sticking in there and trying to figure out a way to to keep this up until his hands heal or until he get a job. Okay, I get you on that. But I think sometimes it could be, and it depends on the person or the persons, that if you like, okay, I lost my job or I quit my job, right? You got a husband. Um, we talk, ladies, I'm just saying, hypothetically, you got a husband who hot-headed, hot-tempered, probably lost his job, got fired, or got tired of being, you know, disrespected and he walked off the job. Right, rightfully understood. I was raised, and I've only known, like, you don't give up your job till you have another job lined up. True. That's how I was raised. Now, if if I was at work and I felt like I was disrespected, degraded, blah, 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 I'm not, I'm not about to be working there. I'm not going to do that. But I'm also warning you, like, look, this is happening, and I'm going to be looking for jobs. I'm going to look for that. But when it gets into what you're saying... Sometimes the man like, well, I'm looking. Is you? Are you? Because every time I turn around, you sitting down watching TV. I don't see behind no computer. And I'm imagining. Remember, ladies, I'm talking hypothetically. Fellas, I'm talking hypothetically. And, And my husband pointed out when it's the woman feeling resentful that the man, right, isn't working. It's kind of like, you don't know what I do when you ain't here. Well, I know for the four, five hours I'm home after work, you ain't doing nothing. Well, yeah. The man's job, anybody's job, man and woman. If you ain't got no job, your job every day is to be looking for a job. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's your job. Your job description is looking for a job. Boy, please, I can't take it. Oh my goodness, you silly this morning. You was, you got giggles. That's the truth. No, you right. That's your job. That's your number one priority. Right. So, so in, in, in to piggyback off of what you're saying, five hours, six hours a day, they should be looking for a job. Rightfully so. Yep. No room to chill. No room to sleep. No room to play no video games or have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> You oh buy that beer. my! Right, I had to go buy the beer. <laughs> so you better drink a half a can. It's like, no. <laughs> you silly. Okay, you right though. That is your job. Find a job. Your job is to find a job. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, so, I get that. So if 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 it's not happening fast enough, you know what I'm saying. And not to knock anybody because you can't you can't justify a person's frustration level. This and you don't trick. know what person going through in life. So that's right. No judging here, or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying. But some most times, if it's not happening fast enough, some some couples, uh, you know, the spouse tend to get frustrated, and it's just it's just all about communication, and it's all about being staying staying vigilant because that can that can, can put a strain. On a person's on a person's mind, the the not know or what's gonna happen, and the the, the fear of being out in the streets, and oh yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. And how 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 can we make each other happy when we got these issues? So that's when you gotta go ahead and stick together, and 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 make that happen to where you know you can look for a job, but I'm gonna help you find a job too. Yeah, just as much as you, just as much as you looking, I'ma help you find one. Just as much as you looking, because I know you need it. And although I'm got to do what I got to do on my end, we're in this together. 
You know what I'm saying? I agree. That was that was well said. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we just had to stop by here this morning, bring you day number seven. You know, as much as we like to talk about promoting uh, marriage, we want to talk about divorce because it's happening. Um, it's not something that's new. It's not something that's old. It's something that has happened for seasons, right? Mm-hmm. But we are here to encourage you. If you can give one piece of advice before we let go this morning, Swift, um, when it comes to staying together, but you you could be at that table where they're talking about separating. What's your advice to them? Um, I just say you know, st- stick stick in there, stick in there. If you see your the your, my whole thing is you're in it together. So if if one falls or one falls weak, you know you. Be, be, be the strength to, to help hold that person together and vice versa. That's what the marriage is all about. The marriage is about strengthening each other when others get weak. Just like, you know, if somebody is getting mad, your job is to, to put them at ease. You don't want to be mad with them because both of y'all can go off the deep end. So if one is upset, the other one rationalizes to take that off of them. If the other's upset, vice versa. So if one falls falls weak financially or something that's going on, be, be each other's strength to help balance each other because you are going to grow together. You're going to are going to learn different things, whether you are together or away from each other, not away from each other divorce wise. But if y'all in one area, one part of the world, another person is another part of the world, y'all growing, learning different things together and away from each other. So you got to help balance that as you get older and grow older. You know what I'm saying? So just kind of just stick in there. Don't let the outside world influence you to do anything. Bring it to God. Pray together. You know, and talk to each other. The communication is the most important thing. Communicate about everything and try to find a way to help balance each other through it all. And I think things will be a-okay. Well, thank you very much for that, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. That's all we have for you this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Join us here tomorrow morning. Hopefully, Swifty will join me again for day number eight. But if not, I'll go solo dolo. It's a pleasure sharing this space with you. My pleasure, Miss TT from the D. <laughs> you silly, I can't take it. <laughs> well, we hope that you found something that was useful. Share something with someone else that you know that's married. And till tomorrow, we will see you later. Bye-bye.